Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we are in we are in John chapter 12, verses 44 through 50. And uh, this just is coming right off the, the uh, right on the heels of what we saw yesterday, where where we we saw the condition of people's heart. And oftentimes that condition is people love the glory that comes from mankind rather than the glory that comes from God. And, and we were called yesterday to, to really decide, what, what do we want? Do we want the glory from God? Do we want to live in, in the light that we have been given in Christ? Or do we want the glory and the approval from man, from men? And in doing so, re- recognizing that, that uh, we are going to have to turn our back on Christ. There's this, this, this cost that oftentimes we pay when we say we want the glory that comes from God. And sometimes that is, that is the approval of those around us. Well, at the end of that explanation, Jesus now begins to speak. And that's what we're going to see here. We're going to see Jesus speak. And in this speech, we're going to see themes repeated that we've heard over and over and over. These themes about belief in Jesus, these themes about how Jesus really is from the Father and he doesn't do anything outside of the Father's desire and will for him. We're actually even going to see the, the, the theme of judgment and recognize the significance of the judgment that comes with who Christ is and what he has spoken. So with these themes in mind, let's look at our text today, starting in verse 44. It says, And Jesus cried out and said, Whoever believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And whoever sees me sees him who sent me. I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. This is Jesus's, his proclamation. Look, I am coming as the one sent from the Father. When you believe in me, you believe in the Father. When you see me, you see the Father. Listen, I am here as light shining in this darkness. You don't have to walk in the darkness anymore. Now, contextually, that darkness is being afraid of what the Jewish religious authorities would do if someone aligned themselves with Christ. They can have freedom from that. Well, let's keep going. Verse 47, if anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. This is Jesus' very first advent. His second coming, he will come to judge. Make no mistake about that. But his first coming, he was not coming to judge. He says, I'm not here to judge. I'm here to save the world. And how does he save the world? Waving a magic wand, saying a a prayer? No, he saves the world by by dying. He is the substitutionary atonement for our sins, for, for, for the punishment we deserve. Verse 48, the one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. Well, who is this judge? The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. That person will be judged because they did not believe Jesus's words. They have rejected the claims of Jesus as his identity and and the fact that he is the Messiah. 49. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has given has himself given me a commandment, what to say and what to speak. And I know that his commandment is eternal life. What I say, therefore, I say as the Father has told me. Jesus said, look, I am not saying anything for my own benefit. 
In fact, we remember just a few days ago, we had this moment where Jesus, he, he sees the path ahead that's leading to his crucifixion and he, his, his soul is burdened by this. But instead of asking the Father to take this burden away, what does he say? He says, Father, glorify your name. Jesus, I'm not here for my own glory. I'm not here for my own way. I'm not here for my own benefit. I am here to die to save you. I am doing everything the Father has told me. This is his point. This is his call. This is what he calls out in a loud voice. He is calling those who, who maybe are unwilling to believe. He's calling them to faith. He's saying, listen, if you are afraid of the judgment of the, the Pharisees and the religious leaders, I understand that, right? But listen, there is something even greater to be afraid of. What you should be really afraid of is the judgment of my words on the last day. I have pleaded with you. I have called you. I have, I have proclaimed to you, come, believe in me. I am the living water. I am the bread of life. I am the resurrection and the life. He has claimed this over and over and over. I am the Messiah, the Son of God, the Lamb of God. Come, believe in me. But when one is unwilling to believe, that person is judged. And they are judged by Jesus' words. He has made it clear who he is. He, he has made it clear with his words. He has made it clear with his, his signs, his miracles. And now all that is left is someone standing in unbelief, experiencing judgment. And the judgment is their unbelief. The, the ancient way for our modern day the ancient way for our modern days, uh, I, I want to apply it in two ways. First of all, to those who have not trusted in Christ. If you've been watching these videos, you have heard, not the words of Mike, you have heard the words of Jesus over and over. Believe, believe, turn to Christ, trust in Christ, look at his claims, look at his miracles, put your faith in him as the only way to be saved. If you're listening to this and you have not yet done that, maybe you're... Uh, in a Christian home, and you, you've been a, in a Christian culture your whole life, but you have not put your faith in Jesus. Let today be that day. Maybe you're a teenager, and you, you watch this with your family. And as you listen to this, you know in your heart that you have not yet trusted in Jesus. Maybe you've said a prayer. Maybe you've raised a hand. Maybe you've been baptized, but you know in your heart you, you are wrestling with whether or not to believe in Jesus. Maybe this is the moment where you believe, you trust in Christ. To the, those who have yet to believe, I would like to call you, believe in the words of Christ. Believe in Christ. But, but my second application, our second ancient way for our modern day with this text is, is for the believer. And, and I want you, if you're a believer in Christ, I want you to sense the urgency and, and the, the earnestness of Jesus right here. He is he is proclaiming his identity. He is calling people to faith. Listen, brother or sister in Christ, you, you must be doing the same. To your unbelieving and unsaved family members and friends, to your coworkers and your neighbors and your classmates, listen, you must be calling them to believe in Christ and be saved. You must be aiming them at Christ. You must be calling them. You must be explaining to them, listen, there's going to come a moment when you, if you do not believe in Christ, that you will stand judged before the words of Jesus. This should, 
This should stoke our passion and our and our fervor for evangelism. This should make us look for those opportunities to have those conversations of the gospel, to, to share with people, not just that Jesus loves them, but that Jesus loves them in their sin, and, and he is the only way for them to be saved. This is our ancient way for our modern day.